What is up, everybody? I am Cortland. And I'm Justin. And welcome to episode 14 of Better Off Reds, your weekly Reds talk show. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and your favorite podcasting apps. Our live shows normally are every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Um, on Facebook Live and YouTube. And after we are done, the audio versions of the shows will go up shortly after that. So, yep. Justin. Yeah, we're, we're doing a special uh, 10 a.m. Saturday edition uh, due to the trade deadline. We weren't available Friday to do it, um, but really we could have done it uh, like on Wednesday because I think the yep. Reds were done after Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. I mean, <laughs> we, uh, we had a hope. We had a little bit of hope, though. But they did. I feel like they made some good moves. We'll talk about yep. them here in a little bit. But uh, how, how have you been? Not bad. I've been enjoying uh, this little stint that they've been going on. Um, the game that I went to wasn't so great there were some good moments in it uh i'm pretty sure you're banned from the stadium now right yeah no, it's not it's not very good at all um yeah I'm, you're I'm 0 for very, 2 this year yeah i'm a very bad luck charm yeah and, don't go back but since then i think it's like they kind of need me there and then they're just like gosh dang it like that guy's here but then once they see that i'm not there they just turn it on and turn it around so yeah that could be it right um i don't think it is <laughs> i think you uh are bad luck uh but let's see here so the reds uh they had a bit of a rough patch you know they weren't playing so well and then they uh the cubs come to town and the cubs are not good this year and they start off uh game one with a bang right this game was back and forth quite a bit um it's in the what bottom of the ninth i believe that game didn't go to extras right it was bottom of the ninth right? right 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 yeah and uh, they load the bases, the 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 Reds, the, the Reds allow the Cubs to load the bases. Sorry, and uh, it's Amir Garrett comes in to then save save the day. I forgot who the pitcher was before that. Do you remember? Was it Os- Osich? Maybe or Osich or Brock. I'm not sure. Let's look it up. Uh, either way, uh, one of them loads the bases. They bring in Amir Garrett. And then Amir Garrett, uh, Javier Baez is just like they bring Javier Baez in. Of course, they have bad blood this year. I mean, we've all seen it, you know, just the way it is. Um, it may have been Heath Hembry. Let's Holy see. Smokes. I hope it wasn't Hembry. I think it was now that I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was Hembry. Um, so they load the bases. Um, and they bring in Amir to save it. The Cubs bring in Javier Baez off the bench uh, because he strikes out. He has the highest strikeout percentage, so they couldn't rely on him without uh, the rest of the game. But... Javier Baez is just chirping at Amir Garrett from the beginning. Before he even steps into the box, he's just running his mouth. Amir throws one pitch, and uh, it's a deep fly ball single that wins the game for the Cubs. Javier Baez struts down first, takes his shirt out of his pants, does this little sweep of motion with the bat, which is a weird thing to do in game one, but whatever, you know. Uh, and then he throws his bat. In the yeah, general direction of Amir yeah, Garrett. in the vicinity of the pitcher. Yeah. Now, I do want to say, because I know we have some people on here. I don't think he's in, watching the show right now, but he doesn't like Amir Garrett. But I will say, that was not Amir Garrett's fault. No. Uh-uh. Amir Garrett didn't load the bases. No. And the outfield was a two-man outfield. They brought one of them into the infield for a five-man infield. If you have three outfielders, in all likelihood... Right. One of those balls, that ball gets caught. Now with the bases loaded, it doesn't matter. Sack right, the score. Up, yeah. But like I said, Amir Garrett didn't put those runners on base. So right. I don't blame Amir Garrett for that at all. 
And I am proud of Amir Garrett because he did not he did pick up the bat, <laughs> but he didn't do what I thought he was gonna do with it, right. which was beat the crap out of Javier <laughs> Javier Baez. Um <laughs> But yeah, Mir just walked off the ump, kind of like, hey man, like I, that guy sucks. He strikes out thirty five percent of the time. He's number one in majors. Right. He's not even a good shortstop. He's good defensively, but he, you can't count on him really. This is just a fluke. And Amir was like, yeah, I know, man, I know. And that was it. It was. It was interesting to see how he handled it because, yeah, with past uh, yeah. great so, moments in terms of like posters on your wall. Uh, I know you were going to get one of the Pirates brawl, but Amir's been the guy that normally just goes all out and just starts throwing haymakers but yeah so let's i do want to recap a little bit i know people may be tired of hearing this but back in in was it april uh this happened right the flex heard yeah. around all of baseball and castellanos got suspended so castellanos scores flexes yadier molina gets really upset and hurt and sensitive about it there's a big fit the bench is clear right who who instigated the bench is clear you could say it was castellanos you could say it was uh, uh, not Amir, sorry, or or Yachty, right? Yeah, but it was Yachty who grabbed the neck of Castellanos. Okay, since then we've seen countless people celebrating and yelling and bat flipping, and the benches haven't cleared, and there haven't been any suspensions. You saw Amir and Baez get into it earlier this year, chirping back and forth. The Cubs come out of their bench, their dugout. Amir gets suspended. What Javier Baez did on Game One of that series, in my opinion was worse than the flex and worse than the chirping from Amir. And I I 100% believe that I probably do have some bias as a Reds fan. Right. But I mean, it took him like 20 minutes to get to first base. I mean, they should have just like, I don't know. Right. I don't and know. I don't know. I guess. I mean, obviously, it's a call for celebration to hit a walk-off shot. Um, that wasn't celebrating. That was taunting. Right, right. But he, he went way too overboard with it. Like you said, oh, yeah. a little sweep thing like in the first game yeah which like, like obviously I mean, didn't work out for them <laughs> right like so like i guess i mean i wonder if you've been i'm gonna sweep all the players off the cubs roster maybe maybe, maybe. that's what you meant yeah i'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna sweep out. this dynasty case, into the garbage he did it he did that <laughs> he was very effective in that yeah um but i don't know so in my honest opinion i don't think Baez should have been suspended because I also don't think Castellanos or Garrett should right. have been suspended but what i do think is that major league baseball needs um, consistency with their punishments because now you're sending the message that well you can act like a jerk and and taunt and be a, a hooligan or whatever right. but if the other team is going to be mature and responsible about it we just won't do any punishments I mean if that's right. the case leave the dugout rough them up a little bit right I mean I hate to see it but I, it's, if it's gonna if it'll make things be more consistent go for it bringing up the whole suspension thing uh, Clark or one of our very loyal viewers and fans. He uh, messaged me yesterday after uh-huh. Votto hit the home run, and he said Manfred's testing Votto for steroids after he's went on this run being 37 years old. And I thought he was serious. I was like, are you kidding me? He goes, oh, gosh. I mean, he, he, might goes, be. he goes, no. He said, but I wouldn't put it past him. He said, I wouldn't either. Anyway, to screw the Reds, and I thought that was Random. Funny. Random <laughs> drug testing. <laughs> I mean, he is 37, but, you know. Yeah. I remember there's I forget who this was or when it was, but there was some NFL player that like stuck his arm out to like uh, block a pass and like it bounced off his forearm and like went flying 
and he like, like more than it should have and he got tested for peds and he was like i knew that was gonna happen your arm's too strong we gotta i know figure this out. <laughs> but what do you think what do you think should should bias have been suspended and if so should the other suspensions have happened should any of them happen what are your thoughts Cortland? i mean i guess if it doesn't incite a bench is clearing brawl no i mean yeah i'm not a fan of the way but, he so acted. what so how do you def- like obviously defining inciting a bench is clearing brawl is if the bench is clear but like i feel like what Baez did was way worse than any of the previous two i mean I think, he, yeah but i mean again, that's just my opinion though i think where teams get involved even if it isn't like full-blown like slugfest between benches <laughs> if the teams get involved and your guy was the one that even if it was a celebration initiated it, I don't think the suspension should be long like they were. I think the suspensions were way too long with the two that we're referring to, but um, it was a walk off and Baez, nothing happened. He was acting the fool, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was directly chirping. Right. At oh, him. yeah, he and throwing the bat too. That's a risky move. And, I mean, he might have been trying to get him to come at him knowing that Amir has been suspended already. And But then if Amir does go at him, who gets the suspension? Because based on history, it should be Baez. Right, it should be. And that's what I think. I think if it does yeah, it's such a weird thing. I, yeah. I honestly feel like the MLB has dug themselves into a hole with this inconsistent punishment kind of thing. Right, because like it's like, obviously, I think everybody, the whole common sense of it is the guy that starts it should be the one to receive the punishment. But the MLB is like, well, yeah, he did start it, but that guy did retaliate, and yeah. he got in his face, so he suspended for seven games. They find him. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Javier Baez: uh, after the four-game series with the Reds, in which the Reds won three out of the four, yep. including three straight after the the sweep gesture by Baez. Baez, I guess, decided he just enjoyed the abuse and went to the Mets uh, during the trade deadline. Who the Reds are currently playing, and already yes. uh, they won Game One. So, so technically, does yesterday fall under another loss for Baez? Because I'm counting it because he was yeah, technically I mean, a Met yesterday. Friday, so, it's because yeah. he didn't play. Still a Met. He didn't play right. half the games uh, against the Reds in the series uh, <laughs> with the Cubs. So he so just likes the abuse to, to take two more from him. And that must be his kink, getting beat by the Reds. <laughs> yeah, he had to move <laughs> to the team that was playing them right after him. I, can we have another trade deadline? I'd really like to play for the Twins next. <laughs> and then maybe the Pirates, please. <laughs> oh. uh, Bye as you chump. Anyway, um, let's talk about something amazing. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Daniel Votto, first baseman for the Reds. You ever heard of him? Yeah, I think so. I think he bangs if I'm correct. Did he get called up this year? Is he some sort of prospect? Low level prospect? I heard they're drug testing him according to a course. Yeah. Man, it's been fun to watch him. And like each game, it's like one of those things where a lot of times, well, so I guess if you are living under a rock, Votto has now hit nine home runs over seven consecutive games, which uh, is the second most in all of baseball. He's one game away from tying the record, uh, which we just found out was shared by, uh, I forgot, Don Mattingly, King Griffey Jr., and somebody else. Other guy. Yeah, Sorry, third guy. Random. Hopefully, yeah. there'll be four of you soon. Um, um, yeah. It, I was going to say, because I was at the game two, the second game that he hit, Yeah, and even though it didn't work out in our favor, man, seeing that home run, because he's just jacked up. Yeah. And, the longer it keeps going, the more fired up he is. But like he hit that home run to take the lead early in the game, and he came around the bases, and he was just freaking pumped. The stadium was oh, yeah. going nuts, 
and now he just keeps doing it. It's, it is. It's just so amazing. I'm so happy that he's doing it because, like, I know he's don't he doesn't have a lot of time left, but maybe gosh. he does though. Maybe he's yeah, yeah, I mean, something, and that would be amazing. So either way, it's just fun to watch. If it is the last hurrah, kind of, it's I'm so happy to be a part of it because yeah. we'll talk about it forever. But oh yeah, um, I just I mean they asked him because like obviously Vado's had this reputation like he he always had generally good power numbers, mm-hmm. uh, like he would hit you know 25, 35 around there a lot. Uh, but this is actually his high. He's already hit his highest home run total since 2017, which if I remember correctly was the year he came in second in MVP voting to uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Um, uh, which really sucked because that was a good year for Vado. Should have been his. Uh, and Stan went to the AL <laughs> after that year. But um, he already has 21 homers this year with a yeah. 278 batting average, 59 RBI. I mean, it's just been fun to watch. And he's always been known for being like an on-base guy, low strikeout guy. His strikeouts are up. Right. I mean, he has eight strikeouts over these seven games. Um, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it just doesn't right now. And they asked him, they're like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing differently? He's like, Oh, I'm trying to hit home runs, <laughs> like, <laughs> which I think that's the first time he's like tried to hit home runs, right. uh, well, consistently. And he's changed the swing and, he, and they asked him, I think a couple of weeks ago, like, how is it going? And he said, it still needs a little bit more work. So I don't know if he thinks that he can get to where he wants to be with it. And he's I just, I think he might be there. Yeah, like he's just trying to crush the ball now. Like he's yeah. he's dropped trying to completely master it because now it's working to a point that he doesn't have to try to fix it. Um, but yeah, it's insane that he had twelve home runs seven games ago. That that is yeah. just to think about. He had twelve home runs. I mean, the season really is almost over. Oh yeah, and he now months. has twenty one. You know, he, yeah. he now has as many or more than pretty much all of the Reds batters. Yeah, in a span of seven games, it is. Do you think he'll be? Crazy. Do you think he'll be named Major League Major League Baseball's Player of the Month? Oh, I would think so. Yeah. So I if he does, if he does, that means that he should get on MLB the Show. He should get the Player of the Month Lightning card Ooh, that you can get. I, I want actually, that I so bad. Play it to get that card. Just so Tyler Stevenson it. had one last month because they do oh, like really? nine of them. Well, they do like nine of them a month or something like that. And uh, he was the he was like the worst card for that month. It was like an eighty four gold. But they worked their way up to like the lightning, like max level yeah. card. And I think uh, Kyle Schwarber was the one last month, and he had like 18 home runs in like 15 days or something stupid. Like he, he had a lot of home runs. Uh, I probably made that number up. I know I made that number up, but he um, had a lot. But I mean, the third, the third guy, Dale Long from Dale 1956. Long. That's why we don't know who he is. That's why, because we were not alive then. <laughs> Neither were my parents. Um, <laughs> So they don't even know who he is. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, but yeah, man, it's been fun to watch Votto. I mean, I, I, I would love to see this continue every game until the end of the right. season, obviously. But like, I don't know if it could. I mean, he'd be the guy I would trust to do it. Right. And it's just, like, it's infectious, man. Uh, it is. India yesterday too. Yeah, I know. That's like he he's pumping everybody up. And if we get the guys back that we're hoping to get back in a shorter time than everybody's saying. Um, it could just be the absolute spark that's needed to, to push us over the, the edge to get in. But yeah, it's just, it's just so freaking cool to watch. It makes you want to watch the game just for that. I don't care. I mean, I want them to win, but I'm just going to tune to the game tonight just to watch every Votto at bat to see if he hits another one. Yeah, it is kind of coming that like, 
did Votto get a home run today? I mean, he's just, I know it, it is. One thing we do have to keep in mind is a small sample, seven games, yeah. not a lot. But man, has it been a fun seven games that I would like to see it continue. Like, I don't want his streak to end. I want him to not tie the record. I want him to beat the record. Um, yeah, but we will. now he holds it for the Reds. He's the only Red to ever yeah. hit this many. Yep. All right. Something big happened yesterday. It was the MLB. I almost said NBA. Yeah, it felt like the NBA trade deadline, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Holy I mean, crap. It was probably the most invested I've been in one in a long time just because all the big names and stuff. So, Oh, my God. I mean, there were big names. I mean, it honestly looked like an NBA trade deadline because in the NBA, people get traded all the time and big stars get moved around like it's nothing. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened this week. Um, so ownership, uh, they finally woke up. Uh, they were hibernating yep. and uh, they come out of their slumber. And they did make some moves. They acquired uh, Justin Wilson and Louis Louis Sessa from I hope I'm saying that right from the Yankees uh, for a player to be named later. Yankees fans thinks it's gonna they think it's gonna be like Winker or Castellanos, which I think is hilarious. Oh gosh. Yeah, It'll be like insane. some mid level prospect probably. Uh, Wilson does have a 7.11 ERA on the year, which looks bad, but it's really inflated to one game where he had just five uh, earned runs. So it, the numbers inflated. He had one bad game. For a reliever, one bad game will kill your ERA. Right. Don't worry about that. Um, we know all so, about that. We sure do. Sessa <laughs> uh, has a 2.75 ERA. Uh, then they acquire Michael Givens from the Rockies uh, for prospects Case Givens and Noah Davis, who will most likely be later traded for like Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, uh, <laughs> given the history of Reds dealing prospects away. Um, let's see here. Givens has a 2.56 ERA on the year. And he pitches at cores or pitched at cores. Right. His ERA away from cores is a point six nine. That's insane. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um. So yeah, they made some bullpen additions, which was our biggest weakness. Obviously, how right. many how many games have we lost because of the bullpen, Cortland? Have you have you lost count? Um. I think all of our losses are from the bullpen. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, there are a couple. I think where we just <laughs> didn't put runs on the board. <laughs> but other than that. If the runs were there, we wouldn't have to put as many runs on the board if it wasn't for the yeah. bullpen. I mean, definitely a lot of them. I mean, I think it's like 15, I would say, easily yeah. that the bullpen has given up, which you had 15 wins to our win column. and Oh, gosh. We're up I by mean, eight, eight games. Yeah. So my question is to you, Cortland, are these bullpen moves too little too late? I don't think so. And we have it in here to talk about it because the guys that need to be hot are hot. I know there's other stuff we wanted, um, but with how the team is playing at the position, other positions we were questioning about getting, I think that was the right move. I mean, it might come back to bite us because we didn't make a big push, but again, we, we don't want to just try to pick somebody up for a couple of months and waste any kind of money if we can have the players that are doing it right now continue their success. So, yeah, I think they got what they needed. And I think the guys coming back, when they do come back, will kind of smooth over um, the whole shortstop question everybody was having. And they kind of already have the guys that are in right now. But if we get our other stars back, then we don't have to rely so heavily on these um, – kind of gadget players that are just playing out of their mind right now. So I hope they continue to play out of their mind. But Yeah. So one thing is, um, yeah, the Reds didn't add a shortstop. Both right. uh, our Trevor story was on the market. 
Um, and now he what has he makes like eighteen million a year. So I guess the Reds probably didn't want to pay right. uh, that amount, which is a lot of money. Uh, but Trevor Story didn't get moved. He'll he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. Trey Turner was available. Uh, Trey Turner is a, um, in my opinion, the probably the best shortstop in baseball. Um, he was available. He would have cost a lot. Uh, he would have cost yeah. probably two former Reds. No, only one former <laughs> Red prospect. Um, he would have cost a lot though. Um, but, uh, excuse me, he would have been a great addition. Um, obviously, I mean, he would have been one that if you could have traded for him and then signed him long-term, I mean, that would have been, you wouldn't have to worry about shortstop for a decade. I mean, right. Um, I mean, he's fast and he hits and he hits for power. I mean, just good on base guy, but, uh, he, we didn't get him. Uh, let's see here. Byron Buxton was available. He could have addressed center field needs because center field, I mean, who is our center fielder? Will it be Sinzel right. when he comes back, or will he go to third or short? Will it be Shogo? Because I mean, Shogo is good defensively, but like, yeah. still yeah, not really hitting that well. Uh, yeah, um, a lot of people I've been noticing on Facebook or off Facebook, Twitter, they've been saying, you know, the Reds don't need a shortstop. They don't need a shortstop. They have Kyle Farmer, and yeah, Kyle Farmer in July is batting a three eighty two with uh, four homers, eight RBI, uh, four walks and 14 strikeouts um so yeah he he is batting for a high average but my concern there is he was batting 210 last month 236 the month before that and 174 in april so do i think that kyle farmer is going to hit 382 for the rest of the year no i don't know the the problem is though his i will say his defense has been stellar oh defensively he's good I wouldn't think that he his defense was, would be as good as it has been and as consistent as it has been. He's been making some amazing plays at shortstop. Um, but again, like, I, yeah, I know. What did you say? One seventy four the month before that. Uh, for for Farmer. Yeah, he was one seventy four in April. In April, so yeah. one seventy four, pretty much the beginning of the season. He's been doing. Way, 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 way better than Suarez, who has now moved to the seventh uh, batting spot in the lineup. At least he was yesterday. Um, I just, I, I take Farmer over Suarez right now, man. I just, I mean, yeah, it's just so hard to, because like I get it, like you said, like Turner, they get the guy and sign him for ten years. But if you have a Kyle Farmer who's not worth hardly anything in terms of contract, and he's producing now. He may stay hot. I I would keep the defense there now. If he goes ice cold, if he goes ice cold, then yeah, then obviously our our problem is still there. Yeah. But I think honestly, I, I think you've got to put Sinzel at third. I mean, maybe you put Sinzel. Well, I guess you'll have Moose back too. Maybe. Yeah, and that's what I've heard a lot hmm. of talk about Sinzel just taking back over the center field uh, these last couple of weeks, where they've been yeah. talking about the guys coming back. So. Um, While Farmer's awesome. bat's hot, you leave him in. You, I mean, oh, you have yeah, to leave him in. Sure. You don't yeah. move Sinzel to short just because Sinzel's back. I think you put right. third and Sinzel at center. Yeah, and then Suarez is out. Well, he's just be a bench bat, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm not giving up on Suarez. I'm giving up on Suarez this year. Yeah, but I'm not giving up on Suarez as the Reds' third baseman. I think that I think he needs to work through some stuff this offseason. I honestly think him and Vado will probably like <laughs> work together, I would imagine. Um, I would hope. Yeah. Vado will probably hopefully get his head straight, you know. Um, and I'm I'm hoping to see him have a resurgence next year. I want all the haters and doubters to 
feel silly because I I genuinely think I mean we know the talent is there. We have seen the talent. Right. It doesn't just slip away like that. I mean something's in in his head, something's in his mechanics. He's just got to figure it out. So I think it's just where he's been so good without. I mean not that he doesn't work at it. He's just so he is so naturally talented, especially hitting the ball. Yeah. And when that leaves you or you start facing stuff that you can't just go up there and just like his whole thing is good vibes only. Like when you can't just go up there and just not worry about it and you have to really look at your pitches and think of what's coming. He's got to be more, I guess, aware of the ball, aware of the pitch more so than he normally is. Cause he just, he has the power to just absolutely crush balls. So why would he not go up there and think like, Oh yeah, I don't have to worry about nothing. And now he does. So I think you're right. I think if he can get, especially with Votto, who is a guy that had, like you said, decent power and he still does, but, that has had to completely adjust the way he approaches batting multiple times. I mean, gosh, however many, the last however many years, he Votto has been changing his batting style to make up for his natural ability that's kind of left him as the years have gone by. And not that Suarez is super young. It's just that time starting to happen where he has to adjust. And yeah. if he doesn't, then, he, then he's done. I mean, he has, he, I think you're right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm normally I'm an optimist, but if he does not take it seriously this offseason, I think he could be done. I think he I think I, I I mean I obviously don't know Suarez as a human being. Right. But I I mean I know that he probably enjoys being an MLB baseball player. I don't think right. he'd want that to go away. So I think that I, I would really like to think that him and Vado will work together and yeah. help get his, his head straight. Cause I, I honestly do think it's something mental. Um yeah. I mean the way we look at him take good pitches and swing at bad ones too maybe there's a vision problem as well yeah. i mean that's a possibility like a, like a Jameis winston thing for the nfl he had to get yeah. eye surgery so um so <laughs> i don't know but uh so uh let's see here so the reds like we said didn't address shortstop they didn't address anything in center field bench bat even a starter i kind of would have liked to have seen them pick up a starter one trade actually that that really irritated me was um there were two players i actually had my eye on and that was Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy on the Rangers. And I thought, man, those are both going to be, they're overperforming, they're cheap, most likely. I was like, that'd be the perfect trade because you get a starter and a reliever. Yeah. And they both they both got packaged in a deal to the Phillies. So that one really <laughs> kind of bummed me out because that would have been like a pretty cheap trade, I think, to make. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't happen. That would have been, gosh, Kyle Gibson's been lights out this year. Um, uh, so let's see. When <laughs> when the Reds made those trades for the bullpen, I think all of Reds Nation was like, heck yes, we did it. Right. <laughs> but then our competition also did it. And you yeah. can make the argument that they did it much larger. Um, so the Brewers added Eduardo Escobar, uh, Daniel Norris, and John Curtis. Uh, so two pitchers and a super hot third baseman. Uh, right now, um, which Escobar, well, Escobar might still be, he started off the year really, really hot. Um, so he'll be a pain uh, anytime the Brewers are in town. I'm going to look up his numbers real quick. You want to talk about who the Padres added? Yes. Let me get back to the notes. Oh my God. I was reading an article. Now I'll, I'll bring it up later. So Escobar uh, hasn't been that hot. He's batting 247, but he has 23 homers and 66 RBI. Um, so he's a good power guy, but yeah. Okay, so the Padres, obviously, they're already good. And they got better as well. They had a Daniel Hudson and Adam Frazier, who was from the, uh, the Pirates. They also got uh, Scherzer, but he ended up with the Dodgers. They almost got him. 
Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Almost got yeah. Scherzer. But he ended up with the Dodgers along with Trey Turner. Um, so, yeah, the three in the NL West got even better uh, than they already are. And the Dodgers are already just insane. And they added a ton of people. I don't know how they did it. I, I mean, hopefully. With former Reds prospects. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they used one prospect to get Mookie Betts, and they used another Reds prospect to get Turner and Scherzer. So, yay. Yeah, yeah we'll see how they turn out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the Dodgers can honestly probably field an all-star team at this point. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's they, ridiculous. They added, I mean, the best pitcher at the moment, probably, or close to the best pitcher. Um, he's just going lights out. And like you said, Turner, you'd think he's just the best. And I think a lot of people will agree. Um, but then you have the Giants, who also got better by adding a NL Central player, Chris Bryant, um, yeah. to them. So they didn't get a lot. I mean, he's very good. So it, oh, it's a huge pickup though yeah, for them. It's, yeah. They they needed him badly. So that's yeah. a big time for them, and that just hurts because those three are the ones that are just having a monopoly on the NL. Uh, playoff race so i mean if it ended right now the brewers would have the central mm -hmm. the i forgot who's on the lead of the nl west but i mean one of those three teams would have the nl west and the other two would have the the wild cards yeah um and the reds would be looking on the outside looking in so um yeah it's not good now i was listening to mlb network radio i talked to you about this a little bit before um so right now at the moment san francisco actually has the lead on that division which is kind of surprising uh the dodgers are in second mm -hmm. the the padres are in third um, the Reds actually aren't too far behind the Padres. Uh, They're for that close. Second. They're four games behind, so that is that's obtainable. We are third, but, right? We're third for that spot right now. Third. We're four games behind the Padres, yeah. Yeah. Um, so on MLB Network Radio, they're basically saying that the, you're going to need um, those NL West teams where they're still going to be playing each other quite a bit to just kind of beat each other up. Like two of right. those teams really need to beat up the third one more, more <laughs> so than the other two. So it's, if they all beat each other up kind of evenly, it's not going to, uh, right. to help that much. But if two of them really just beat the snot out of one of them, then it will definitely open the door wide open for the Reds. Um, I would still prefer the Reds to, to get there to taking the central. Right. Um, I don't, I just that's what I want. However, knocking out either the Padres or Dodgers or Giants would also be ideal. Um, as crazy as it sounds, the Giants being the number one team in the NL West, I think they are the weakest of those three teams. Yeah. Um, so I would actually prefer to see the Dodgers, probably the Dodgers, get knocked out. Really? Yeah. Uh, San Diego, <laughs> huh? That's just yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I think yeah. that's the one you try to take out. I mean, yeah. I don't. Think, it's probably ain't gonna happen, but. Gosh, that'd be best case scenario. Be well, the Brewers played the Dodgers, I think, twice. Yeah. Uh, coming up. So maybe the Brewers could beat them up a little bit. I don't or, know. Or or they beat the Brewers up. Either way. That, Either way, that's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've 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 been thinking like taking the NL Central would be the best, but I mean, maybe not. Maybe yeah, it is taking out, the wild card. To knock out one of the three NOS wild cards, that, that really might be the better play. But hey, whatever way we get in, I really don't care. So Okay. Um, so the Dodgers are on a two game losing streak. The, uh, the Padres are, have lost one game and the Reds have won four in a row. So, uh, that's how the top three teams in the NL or the, yeah, the NL wild card are looking at the moment. Uh, I don't know what the giants have been up to. They're very good though. Uh, they, oh, they lost one 
as well. So, did you see maybe. Buster Posey get blasted with that ball? Did you no. see that? When it was off of a hit and it knocked the paint off of his mask. Gee, yeah, <laughs> ouch, it, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and so the person that posted it said he got two concussions at once right there because it just oh, absolutely no. lasered him. I'll have to find it. I'll have to send it to you. All right. But, so anyway, yeah. do you think do you think the Reds have done enough to make the postseason given the moves our competition? Uh, yes. Made? If if our it, it's with the guys coming back. If Farmer continues to do what he's doing and we don't get the guys back as fast as we think we will, yes, I think the bullpen is enough to make the push we need. If Farmer stops, we have to get the guys back and they have to come in red hot because we can't we can't lose one and bring in like two or three cold bats to replace one hot bat. So, I mean that gives us better odds because if we could get Moose and Zell Castellanos back relatively in the same time frame, then we and have, Anton and yeah, Sims. And, yeah, Anton and Sims and Lorenzen, which we haven't got to see him do anything other than get hurt. Uh, he's now activated again, so we'll see. He might do something. I uh, forgot the Dodgers also traded for Danny Duffy, so oh they gosh. traded for two starters, which tells me that they're not planning on Trevor Bauer being back this year. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah. Maybe ever, honestly. Yeah. Um, gosh, so, if he does find a way to come back, though, that rotation is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, Kershaw, that's... Kershaw's on the IL right now, um, but they've got Bueller, Scherzer, Urias, Gonsolin, Price, Duffy, and Man, on the dude. slim chance, Trevor Bauer. So uh, I know they did extend Trevor Bauer's administrative leave till I think, August 3rd. So. Ooh. I mean, I don't think he'll be back. Not no, this year. Uh, they're well, going to distance themselves as, as hot as they are right now. They ain't going to take any kind of chance of. Yeah, that. we. Um, I, I did hear where they. Uh, they were basically making the trade for Scherzer, knowing that if Bauer's salary is wiped off the books, they could extend Scherzer. Man, so they're already kind of thinking like Bauer's probably not coming back, which is wow. I mean. Yeah, Jeez. it's a. Could you imagine if we were in the position we were in right now, and he was still the Reds? Like that would just be. I weird. I would yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that'd I be mean, awful. We totally dodged a bullet there. Uh, yeah, would never um, thought, but we did. Yeah, it sucks for me. I traded for him from you. I think wasn't it? Yeah, yep. yeah he's just sitting on my bench. I I don't want to cut him because as soon as I Who cut him, we'll come back. Because I, I just gave have... you a lot. You give me Adams and uh, Giancarlo Stanton. For yeah, no, I didn't give you that. I have them, and I don't know how I got them. I traded you like, uh, gosh, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, and Alvarez. Uh, Alvarez. Is Shoot, I forget who. I think I gave you a pitcher too. And I have Shohei Otani for everybody listening. I didn't give you Shohei. You have both Shohei's, the hitter and the pitcher. Yep. All right, all right. So let's. Uh, why don't you take take us around the division? All right. So, like we said, our our favorite thing to do would be to win the division. That's always more fun rather than squeezing into a wild card spot. Um, but right now, the Brewers have a commanding seven game lead uh, for the division. They are sixty two and forty two. Uh, they are seven and three over their last ten, and they are currently playing the Braves. And I believe they beat the Braves last night. Right. Pretty yeah. pretty handily. Um, the Cardinals are in third. We are in second, but the Cardinals are in third with 52 and 51 record. They've gone six and four over their last 10, and they played the Twins this weekend. So 
they might get some wins there. Um, the twins aren't doing too hot. So again, that me, that makes them, what are they behind us? I have it up. Uh, Who are the twins? No, no, no. The Cardinals, how far behind us are they? Oh shoot. I don't know how to close that window. They're two and a half. They're two and a half behind us. So for the wild card. No, no, no. For the division. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they're not two and a half behind and they're in third. So that's okay. And then the Cubs are fourth at 50 and 55 and they are literally a team that nobody knows who's on it anymore. Um, there are they you are love to and, see it, don't you? They are three and seven over their last ten, and they're playing the Nationals this weekend, which the Nationals just lost some people too. So yeah, the Nationals, good. I think, won their game. They were the only NL East team to win last night, and they yeah. are fielding a Triple A team, basically. Yeah, but they're and playing a Triple A team as well. So if you guys want to see some Triple A baseball, be sure to tune in or head over to Nationals Park or Wrigley Field this week, wherever yeah. they're at. Uh, and then the Pirates, they're just continuing to. Blues and they lost Adam Frazier, their best player. Did that guy ever come back? The other guy, Cabrian Hayes. Yeah, yeah, he's back. I don't and know he's how just, he's doing though. He must not be doing that good. Well, uh, I mean, he's only one guy. <laughs> well, Adam Frazier was one guy for them, and he's gone now. So they're thirty nine sixty four, and they're playing the Phillies this weekend. So yeah, we have a chance, but it is narrowing. Like me and Justin were talking before we started the episode. The Brewers playing the Dodgers is probably the only thing in their schedule that helps. Other than that, they have a pretty easy schedule. Um, but we have the 29th easiest or 20, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say yeah. second best last of the season schedule uh, going into these last games. So we have the chance to make this push. And uh, I will read something from Castellanos. You asked me if it was enough. Castellano said yesterday, this sends such a good message to everybody, to the fan base and to the players. We really see and we appreciate the front office and ownership for that. He's referring to the trades they made adding to the bullpen. So we made uh, our all-star happy. So hopefully he comes back guns a blazing and the bullpen can uh, do the same for him because they said he was reaching out as soon as he found out about the trades. um, He was reaching out to the teammates that were already there and the new guys to welcome them to the team. So he is such a good like clubhouse leader. I hope they find a way to keep him. So he can opt out after this year and I'll, I'll be devastated if he's not with the Reds. I know he's cause like, it's not to say the guys we've tried to bring in the last couple of years, like uh, Puig and all that stuff. Like they were great great players and they were great clubhouse guys. I mean, really, but Cassianos is the one that has like taken the, the, the reins of the clubhouse, like yeah. Puig, great clubhouse guy, great ability. He didn't do so much for us, but Cassianos is kind of the whole package. So yeah, like you said, um, two things I want to add before we go to the injury update. It looks like I accidentally deleted the minor league update section when making mm-hmm. these notes. So I did want to mention that Jose Barrero, uh, in the month of July is hitting 330 with yeah. six homers and 23 RBI. Um, so Farmer, gracious. yeah, if Farmer Holy does fizzle out, there is a really good shortstop oh, waiting shoot. down in yeah. I mean, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose yeah. to bring him? Or back? no, he's a double. No, he's a triple A. Sorry, I thought yeah, his hat has Chattanooga on this picture, but um, um, yeah. So he is there. Um, if it comes down to it, and also I want to point out Aristides Aquino. Uh, he's been good in July. 
uh, batting 262 um, with, uh, let's see here, two homers and six RBI. That's over 42 at-bats. So, uh, yeah, he's finding some consistency. I've noticed watching him play. He's actually walked nine times. Uh, yeah, he's he has struck a lot out more pitches. Yeah, he struck out 22, which is which is high. But like, I mean, he's he is taking more, which right. is a sign of improvement. I'll take it. I'm very happy to hear that and see that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like you said, what 22 strikeouts? I mean, he's still the power bat. I mean, he's not that. He's not going to let that die. Um, but he is. You can you can tell being at the game Sunday too. Um, he, I believe, he came up at that Cardinals game with the chance to tie it. He, he would have had to hit a grand slam. Um, but he worked the pitcher. He's been working pitchers a lot better. He's instead of just taking everything, uh, whether it be strikes or just swinging for the fences at every pitch he sees, he's really been making the pitchers work for it. So yeah, it's improvement because he's still young and he, I'd love to see him. Gosh, just imagine how good he'd be if he could get the other parts of batting down other than homers. So, I know, uh, which he's, he's been getting a few good, uh, just regular hits as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely think that he is probably, I mean, at most, probably a bench bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he's a good bench bat to have, I think, at this point. I'm trying yeah. to see if I can find his strikeout percentage, but I'm having trouble finding it right now. We're doing a live show, so I'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, injury update we've talked about it a few times. Uh, Moose, Sinzel, Blandino, and Sims are all set to do rehab assignments. Antone is throwing bullpen sessions, and Castellanos has resumed baseball activities. So, yes. those are all very good things to hear. Um, we're about to get the gang back together. We are. And about to get the band back on the road. Right in time. I mean, yes. I understand if we don't make it. I get it. I understand we're not we're not built to to really be the stars right now. Um just with the injuries and having to fix the bullpen so late. But we have a chance. And I, I'm always a fighter of the underdog. We are an underdog team and uh it's just so much fun to watch. Gosh, it makes the last part of the season just so much fun to watch. I'm, I'm finding myself tuning into every game. If, if if I'm home, it's always on. If I am somewhere, I'm I'm checking updates on my phone, and it just makes it fun. It's making baseball fun again to yeah. see this team play. So, thank you, Cincinnati Reds. Yes, now you're you. watching. So, all right, let's do our weekly awards. You ready? Yep. All right, for play of the week. This is obviously played since our last episode is what we'll call yeah. it. Um, Shoga's grab against the wall against the Cardinals. Yes, Holy amazing. smokes. Laid awesome. out for man. And it, you can just see like when he hit the wall and came down with it, he was like, like he was just so happy and it made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think that Shogo Akiyama is the best name in baseball. Yeah, that's a good one. It's just so like cool. Ich- it's like Ichiro Suzuki. I mean, yeah, it's just they have the best names for baseball, especially for the announcers. Yes. They uh, go absolutely crazy with them. So um my play of the week it's i'm gonna i'm gonna say baseball play of the week i have two uh baseball play of the week is Vado's three-run shot against the cardinals at the game i was at because it's just i know we didn't win but it was just amazing to see and it was the second game of the streak and he was just on he's just on fire man he was so pumped um but also there's this lady i didn't get her name when i was at the game and uh, one of the Cardinals home run balls was sitting on top of the bullpen net in the outfield. And we were leaving. And I asked politely if she could knock it down for me. 
and she said, no, sorry, I can't do that. You're about the 50th person to ask. And I said, oh, okay, that's no problem at all. But she goes, sir, I can get you another one. I ended up getting two balls from the bullpen. Oh, nice. Yeah. So my nephew got one and I brought one home for my son and, uh, it was, she was fantastic. She was such a nice lady. Um, so if you're watching, thank you. I really appreciate it. But yeah, that's awesome. she, she gets my play of the week. Were they home run balls or were they like just bullpen yeah, they're, throwing they're balls? Bullpen balls, but mine has that's dirt awesome. on it. Mine has dirt on it. Yours so has dirt on it. Yeah. I need to get my, uh, I want to get my Sam LeCure ball signed so bad. I want to go like whenever he's doing reds live, like oh, after the game. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Tyler Naquin too. So he signed my nephew's ball. And, oh, uh, did he? I wasn't down there, but he got down there pretty late. And Naquin was talking to him, and uh, nice. he was just a really good guy. Yeah, uh, do your hitter. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, uh, my hitter of the week. Uh, I assume that Cortland and I will probably have the same uh, hitter because it just it makes sense. I think all of baseball should have the same hitter of the week. <clears throat> and that would be Joey Votto because he's homered nine times in seven consecutive games. I mean, father time is undefeated, as they always say, but I mean, he is putting up a fight, that's for sure. And he's just having a really good season. He's having a really good stretch right now. Uh, Cortland's coming back. Earbuds are in. Right. Cortland, my my hitter of the week was Joey Votto. I assume that yours will probably be Joey Votto as well. Um, I knew you were going to say that. Um so yeah, a consolation, uh, Joey Votto. Yeah, but Jonathan India with his uh, two oh, yeah. run, two run home or two home runs last night. He's also been on kind of a streak himself. I don't know. Let me let me check his last seven games. I'm not sure what his last seven look like, but I'll look up his July numbers for you. Four. Oh, Jonathan India, where art thou? Oh, that's major or minor league baseball. Shoot, where's oh, there it is. I'm dumb. Internet's hard. Um, Why is it bringing up? It's bringing up. Uh, oh, his last seven games, he's three thirty-three with two homers, four RBI, three walks, six strikeouts. Here we go. He's uh, yeah, nine for thirty or ten for thirty. Sorry, math is hard. Numbers are hard. All those um, uh, stats are the reason he is my hitter of the week. Also, here's the ball. Where's my? Let's camera? see that dirt. That oh, dirt. there's that dirt. Uh, is it, Andrew, hey, is it what? sticky? Nope, it's not. No spider tack or anything with that on it? No. Andrew yeah. Miller was pitching, and I'm a fan of Andrew Miller when he was at the World Series uh, Indians team. Because uh, it was always, it's Miller time. That's just such a great yeah. pitcher catchphrase. Uh, so he actually pitched that game. So I'm saying that he was warming up with this ball. Maybe. Nobody can change my mind. Um, so July has been India's best month, uh, batting 330 on the month with four homers. 12 RBI, uh, 17 walks, which is yeah. amazing. He actually had 19 walks in June, so he hasn't even matched his June numbers Dude, yet. But he's so good. I will be so upset if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year. He leads I, uh, major leagues in, in on-base percentage, right? I think so. Oh, there was something else, too. Which is crazy for a rookie. And to think that he's not even in like the rookie – like the, the national media isn't even like considering him when they're like, who's the – Who's the uh who are they, the year? who are they even saying? I don't know. I forget. I literally don't know anybody else. Uh there's I mean there are some. I mean, well, we've got Steven. We have two rookies that I know, uh, in my opinion are. could be yeah. uh in the conversation. I'm looking at an odds tracker site right now. So uh for the come on, where are you? For the NL rookie of the year, it's looking like Trevor Rogers from the Marlins has the highest odds, then India. 
Ian Anderson, Patrick Wisdom, Jazz Chisholm, which he's been hurt a couple times, so that's probably what's going to knock him out. Key Brian Hayes, Dylan uh, Carlson, Ryan Ruthers, Tyrone Taylor, Jonathan Daza, Tyler Stevenson, and Ha-Seong Kim from the Cardinals. Um, yeah, How are so. any of those guys above him? That's Trevor Rogers has been – well, Trevor the Marlins, uh, Trevor Rogers and Jazz Chisholm have both been very, very good. I still would make the argument that India has been better. So um, I do My, think that India mm-hmm. probably – your uh, camera's gone, bud. Yes, I have a stat to bring yeah, up. Fix that. Okay, what's up? Picture in a picture on my phone. Oh, where is it at? No, oh did I not gosh. save it? Oh no, no. Okay, I'm pretty sure I remember it. It was uh, OPS per, um, and Vado was either at the top or um, close to the top, and Kyle Farmer is in there too. Their OPS right now in the top ten in the league um, for the month of July through the month of July, um, which that's so farmer. I mean, farmer honorable mention for hitter of the week as well. Okay. Uh, pitcher of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with Luis Castillo again. Uh, he has 11.77 K per nine uh, since our last episode, 2.77 uh, ERA, a two and O record, which is something he has struggled with. Not, I mean, yeah. I mean, pitchers, honestly, I don't think they should have win loss records because there's, I mean, so many factors yeah. give up one run but still pitch like a masterpiece and your offense may not get a hit. So right. it's a debatable, whatever, but anyway, he has struggled getting a, like a, a record this year, a good record. So that the fact that he's gone two and zero in like 10 days is pretty nice. Um, my pitcher of the week is your boy, Wade Miley. So I think Tyler Malley. <laughs> hey, he did. Uh, he's come. He made a little bit of comeback too. I, yeah. I think he may have been somebody that's been affected by the sticky stuff. You think? I mean, that's when he started to go downhill a little bit. Well, don't say that. He's on our team. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> um, uh, last seven games for Wade Miley. He has 2-0 record, 2.78 ERA, uh, 45 innings pitched, 35 strikeouts, and only 16. How many walks. innings pitched? 45. And how many strikeouts? 35. Okay. And his whip is 1.41 at the moment. So, nice. yeah, he's still lighting it up. And like we said, he uh, pitches today. And that should be a great game to watch. Who's the other pitcher you said? Uh, Rich Hill. Rich Hill, yeah. So, a couple old guys going out there. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. I think Rich Hill's way older, actually. Um, That's saying it's, something. It's uh, well, Mally's not that old. I think Mally's like... Five, right? Miley's 35? Or not Miley. Miley's 35? I think so. Rich Hill's 41. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. uh, Rich Hill's the old guy. Wade <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, Miley's 34. 34. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, surprise of the week. I've got two. Um, and if I take one of yours, Cortland, I'm sorry. But the, the Reds made some moves. I was honestly afraid that given the slow start after the all-star break, that ownership was like, ah, eh, the season's done. Just yeah. We'll just save all the money we can. Uh, and they didn't. They did make some bullpen moves. They addressed the weakest part of this team. Um, so hopefully that's enough to get them into the postseason. Also, I'm surprised that Amir Garrett did not knock off Javier Baez's head with the bat that Baez threw at him. <laughs> that's their biggest surprise. I, mean, I am surprised. When he threw it at him and Amir picked it up, I yeah. thought, oh, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kill him. 
Um, my biggest surprise because I my bold prediction, one of my bold predictions at the beginning of this uh, season was that Vado would be batting 350 and be in a run uh, for the MVP. Um, he's not necessarily in the run for the MVP, but this whole home run stretch has just been absolutely insane because he does have those games he does have those games where he hits home runs and you're just like man okay Votto still got it but he is just playing out of his mind right now right now not right meow Uh, right meow (laughs) (laughs) so uh that's my biggest surprise and i hope he continues to do it like justin said earlier for the rest of the season so he might end the season with the new home run record we'll see that would be amazing. That that'd be the biggest surprise. So, oh my gosh, that'd be so great. Um, so those are our surprises. Let's look ahead. Uh, okay. The Reds play the Mets this weekend. They've already won Game One, so they have two more today and tomorrow, and then they have uh, two games against the Twins. Twins. So how uh, how is this Mets series going to end, and how is the Twins series going to go? Uh, I hope we go three for three, just for Javier Baez's sake. Me too. And um, the Twins, just because I want the Mets thing to happen, I'm going to say one and two versus the Twins just to give us a little bit of uh, leeway. I think we'll get both, but I'm going to say one and two and be happy with it if we can sweep the Mets. Okay. Uh, My prediction is we win tonight Mm -hmm. against Rich Hill. Rich Hill has been very good, uh, but Miley's been better. Um, And with the way the bats have been uh, lighting up for the Reds, I think that they're going to win tonight. I do think the Reds will lose tomorrow. You think? Uh, it's Gutierrez versus Stroman. It's arguably our worst uh, starting pitcher yeah. against their best starting pitcher. Well, active starting pitcher. DeGrom's their best, but he's hurt. Um, so, yeah, I think that we'll lose that one. Um, and then the Twins, I think we'll win both of those. It's our two best pitchers in Maui yeah. and Castillo going against a team that just sold off some pieces. Uh, yeah. they, they traded uh, some good players this week, and they're clearly in sell mode. They've got a 43-61 and 61 record at the moment. I think the Reds will take both of them. Okay. That's my pick. All right. All right. So thank you for watching yeah. this yeah, 10 a.m. special 10 show. Saturday morning special. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning Red Stock. Maybe that's right. what we should call the show if we do Saturday mornings. Red Stock. Red Stock Saturday mornings. I don't know. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> um, please uh, like, follow, subscribe, share, review, tweet, retweet, hashtag all of the stuff regarding our show to get the word out. Um, let us know any comments or suggestions. Uh, we did mention last week, maybe we'll talk about some NFL stuff. If you guys want us to, maybe on this show or maybe a spinoff show, just let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, but yeah, share us with your friends. Sharing is caring, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, Corley, anything to add? Nope. Thanks for listening. We'll see Thank you guys you. next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.